Welcome to the State of Sports. My next guest is the biggest name that we've had on the show so far, Kukle Kuk Sonkozy. Jesus, that's that's what the mobile was here last week. Well, I mean, you, I've only had two guests, so I mean, it's a 50-50 <laughs> chance. But Kooks, it's great to have you in the studio. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Lucky to see you as well. Obviously, last time I was in the office, so it's nice to be next to you have a little chat for it. Yeah, Kooks, I mean, we, we've got quite a history. Or, uh, I mean that in a good way. It's not a way to start a sentence. <laughs> but um, Coach Cooks is, if you're not online then you might not know him, but everyone's online nowadays. So obviously when everyone knows Cooks, he's the, the master of the post-match interview. He achieved great fame, notoriety, or just general acknowledgement around being a funny dude who loves sport. And he managed to land the lead role, the dream role of basically being super sports school guy, which essentially isn't a way of defining you, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you go by Coach Cooks, just to give it a little bit of background. Cooks actually worked um, at our agency, Retroactive. He used to be from the Eastern Cape. Um, well, that's another tangent we might not go into, that, that Uber <laughs> drivers. So Cooks wanted to move to Joburg. It kind of gave him a chance just to kind of tread some water around content creation and see what the landscape's like. And naturally, Cooks was far too talented and far bigger of a deal to stay with us for too long. So I think it was beginning of this year that you started working for Supersport sort of full-time. Yeah, sort of beginning of yeah this year we left um we left you guys unfortunately and then um now we yeah, have started sports schools and sort of been traveling the country been to so many schools and yeah it's been it's been an absolute blast. Okay, so before we get into that, I must actually tell you this is a little inside story. But Cooks, he essentially resigned in January, right? Yeah, and I was happy for him because he got his dream role. But Cooks is a very nice, respectful guy, right? So he was going to resign and he was like. Uh, look, I've got this opportunity. And all I could think about was, yeah, I want to high five the guy. But at the same time, he's trying to be sad because he's trying to be polite. <laughs> but Cooks, it, it really was such a cool thing. Like when we first met you, I met you obviously through my business partner. It was at a pub. You were flying on the back end of a Tinder date. You were probably about eight drops in. <laughs> and we just spitballed a couple of ideas. And that was, I think, like November. And then you're working with us by January. And now here we are, June 2022. You are traveling the country. You are pretty much the authority in what's happening in, in school sports right now. And I really, I just, I, I can't be happier for you, bro. I mean, you really have gone from strength to strength. And it's so great when you see someone who's got a genuine passion and a skill for something thriving in that realm. No, thanks, Ben. I really appreciate it. I mean, I, look, I mean, I remember like moving to Joburg, obviously, it's still such a big gap, I mean, big jump from teaching and working in an office for the first time ever with you guys and learning a lot about content creation, the behind the scenes, sharing stories, which is now so not what I do now, but now I can do it in a sports element of in school sports, and yeah, it's, it has been a crazy year. I mean, uh, it's been a lot less Tinder dates since since, since I moved here, and um, but yeah, no, it's been like I mean, like I said, I tell people all the time, I don't actually work for a living. I mean, I watch I watch school sports and sit on airplanes almost oh, every week. If you do what you love, you won't work a day in yeah, your life. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah, again, I've absolutely butchered uh, Cook's intro, but essentially, he started out as a professional rugby player. You know, if you go somewhere into Spotify, I have a long conversation with my man here. And we go on about his life at the the Kings, um, being quite disillusioned with professional rugby. He didn't get the sort of the, the greatest run with that. You then went into coaching and you then went into teaching. And um, so you essentially, when people call you Coach Cooks, it's not just like an assumed title. You literally are the guy. So tell me about Supersport Schools because I think it's one of the greatest investments that Supersport can make. Um, people don't often think about this, but I'm, I'm can be corrected here, but I think Supersport is the greatest investor in sport on the African continent, where they don't need to be. These guys yeah. make money. They're under siege in the streaming world as a business, but they keep investing in sport, and they are basically almost like the custodians of sport on the African continent. So tell us a bit more about Supersport Schools as a platform, because obviously we see it advertised. We see your face here and there talking about stuff. But what is the actual platform, and how did it kind of come about? So, I mean – well, the main thing about sports, sports schools, how I care about was, 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 was lockdown and COVID. Kids, parents could not watch the kids play sports because, I mean, I remember last year I was still at Woodridge. Sports came back, but then it was like no spectators, no parents allowed. So parents were dropping off kids and couldn't watch. So we had parents sitting on trees and parents wanting to volunteer as, as, as car guards and wanting to just, just literally watch the, 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 the kids play sports. I mean, we were lucky enough. We had the, the Springbok doctor, Corey van Hoch, and his son was in the first team I coach. So he volunteered. Listen, guys, I don't mind being the team doctor. But also his son's in the team. So you're like, well, I mean, it's a Springbok doctor. So you can't, you can't say no to it, but I mean, like, sure. so it's a win-win for him. So with um, sports schools, that was the that was the goal was we need to get more parents watching their kids playing sports because now with COVID it's impossible and that was the 
the beginning or how can we get games shown for parents to watch? Get it streamed. You can't be, it won't be charged. It's going to be free. That was the, the initial, that was the mission for it. And then I sort of last year was, there was no sports. So it, was, it was kind of hard to get off the, to get the ball running. So that was, we were sort of pitching a dream that we don't know what's going on yet because we had this cool idea, but there's no sports. So yeah. then now you look now this year, there's been so much sports where it's sort of, it's sort of grown to places we didn't even see it was coming because now it's all the sports and now there's so many games being streamed live. And so I think with sports schools, it's the biggest thing was getting parents to see kids play and also getting kids to watch their friends play. They may explain the big difference was compared to other, say, things are, that are being streamed or sports showing like the first team games on linear TV is this what sports schools is the difference is it's 14 A's, 15 A's, 16 A's all playing. Being right. streamed. So you, if you put a camera in the, in the one field, you can do watch, you can watch from the sixth to the first team where there's no other, there's no other streaming site or, or school models showing that. So that was the big difference was just getting more kids on more, more games stream, more people to watch kids play. And it's been an absolute game changer, especially now as the year has gone. So I, I went to a traditional boys school in Cape Town, one big boys higher, solid first team season this year. Um, and I think it was like, I feel, I feel very privileged to have done so because of the structure it gave me and because as a kid I could go and play sport and that's one of the greatest things. I mean, we'll agree on this, that Mm. as a kid growing up, sports teaches you so much. It gives you the kind of understanding that through adversity comes great success sometimes. What you put in is what you get out. You develop a kinship with your sort of peers and there's like common grounds and it's really good and you're outside and you're exercising. It's a no-brainer. It's brilliant. So when I look at that and look at all the different schools across the country, because it's not just like you're only working in Kauteng. It's not like you're just working in Cape Town. You have basically traversed the entire country. And I think another thing about, you know, the history of this country is that there were a lot of traditional schools that were made to develop the next generation of gentlemen and ladies yeah. that were going to shape the, the society of the, of the world, really. That's what I think was at play there. So as a country, we had these amazing institutions across the, across the country and tapping into this, you're tapping into microcosms of people that only care about that. As much as you're a kid growing up, you want to watch the spring box. You care about your team, right? Because yeah. it's your buddies. You go out there and you put your body on the line every Saturday. It was a great thing growing up playing rugby. Yeah. Your first team means something. So I think it's one of the greatest things to tap into. As from your side, like how do you go out and choose the schools that you are kind of showcasing? I mean, do you guys kind of have like a, a roster of where you're going? Do you coincide with certain big sporting happenings coming up? Because obviously there's big derby games. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, if you don't live in South Africa, Paul Boys versus Paul Jim in the, probably one of in the, the town of Paul. <laughs> it's probably the most both games. It's, it's, probably the, it's probably the biggest game of the year then, Paul. The town comes yeah. to a standstill. It is the greatest thing. So there are so many different attractions. But like, how do you, as super sports schools, go about showcasing the kind of schools? Because you mentioned there, there's the streaming, watching of the games. You go further than that. You actually showcase the schools as well. How do you guys develop episodes how do you develop the content and what's the planning around that so that's obviously i think the the, the, the there's, there's two teams there's, there's the the team that actually does the the broadcast of the games and the the girls will go out because what happened was what was sport did they bought out school sports live which did a lot okay. of those the streaming so what's happened is with was sport obviously had been able to add their big commercial value and obviously their their funds were able to get a lot more outsource a lot more streaming companies sure so we can spread our wings from to sort of get all over the country so we always know what sort of games are happening and what there's cameras in the Western Cape, Eastern Cape. So try to get all all the big games, and, and then you try and split it up. Like, okay, we did Gray last week. Let's try to get St Andrews this week. We did so and so. But then obviously there's this. They are the the, the bigger derbies like K Day is happening, and then reunion. So what's oh, sorry? What's K Day? It's a um, St Andrews versus Kingswood. It's massive in Grahamstone. So it's like you, you, you can't use the jargon with us. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing you in here because you're the expert to teach people about the state of oh, sport. These things keeping me still in there. So like. <laughs> so, so for those sort of things, like there's always those massive reunions, massive fixtures that, like you know, if Paul Ruiz and Paul Jim are playing, you, you, it makes sense. To, so that has to be that has to be streamed. Sure. And um, but then also there's still the smaller schools that also need to get to get love as well. So then obviously my side is doing the highlight stuff, the the plus package. So what I choose from, I kind of look at what sports we've shown already. So I'm like, okay, we did a rugby feature last week, we did a hockey feature feature last week, let's sort of go and do netball and sort of try and dive deeper into the story behind this. So I try and find the story behind 
because you can actually find, you can go and find the game. I can go, I can go find a netball game going. So I'm like, my job is to sort of find the story behind that. Okay. What makes playing first in netball so special? Okay. Cool. That's the angle. We're going to go shoot that week. And then we go pick a school from there. And then sometimes doing like, if it's, let's say, for example, it's an Andrews versus Kingswood, that's the biggest game of the weekend, then, yeah, we'll go down there and shoot that and be like, okay, also tie in the fact that it's Grahamstown and hasn't seen rugby like this for a while, suppose mm-hmm. it's in a while, that, that ties into the story as well. So we should always try and find the behind-the-scenes story and not, and not just the actual kids running on the field. And obviously the schools are very receptive to this. You don't have any yeah. issues with access and you know, finding the stories. No, you don't. I mean, you literally can throw a dart at a map and you know you're going to find a school and a story. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard for a school. I mean, like the old one exposure, right? Schools yeah. one, so like, this is going to be in blitz. So not, not many schools will be like, no, 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 we don't want that. So it's like, especially when you explain to them what we're trying to do and we're not trying to, you know, I'm thinking, you know, the, the, the standard, the standard, um, this is the first team. Here's the captain. Yeah. Here's, no, you want to sort of tell a different story, paint a picture that's, that's what makes school sports special. It's not just the guys who run in the field. There's a story behind it. That's why we all love our schools. You know, like you said, sports t- t- teaches all these values. So school sports, there's so many, all, all those, st- there's plenty of stories you can tell. So that's what I, that's what my, me and my team, we try to do. And I guess an, another real benefit of the Super Sports Schools platform is to encourage participation. So mm-hmm. we, when you think school sports, you think rugby and you think of the big traditional first team. Yeah. Got it. So they kind of sell themselves, especially if you're an overseas talent scout because you can yeah. pick up a lot of talent there. Yeah, exactly. Early like, on. Like, you know, some of the schools you deal with, they'll be like, oh man, you like, a lot of people are like, what? Well, you have to go, you have to go to the, or major time, like, you have to go KS St. John's first team game. Like, guys, like, like, any, any, anyone's gonna go watch that anyway. Like, you don't need me to put that on Blitz for you to sell it. Everyone's gonna watch that game. Like, that, the, and especially in South Africa, the school board, first in rugby is probably bigger than, than some provincial games. Well, I would say it's probably on a par with the latter stage of the Carry Cup. Yeah. Well, it's actually quite hard to, yeah, you because know, a lot more emotion in school sports because of history. 100%. So the, the reason I wanted to get into that about participation is what are some of the school, what are some of the sports that you've covered so far that have been kind of unexpected or you find that it's actually a lot more popular than you thought? Um, basketball, I think, especially up here in, in Gauteng, it's, it's, it's massive. I think, um, I mean, I went to one of the earliest things we covered last year, probably our first super sport feature, school's feature was the St. John's basketball tournament. And I, in my mind, I was like, geez, I'm like basketball in the Eastern Cape. I mean, I know Gray plays it and like St. Andrews and like, you're like, all the lead schools play. And then you come out here and there was tons of schools from schools from Soweto, uh, government schools, private schools. And you're like, jeepers, how is basketball such a big, like such a big sport? Well, it kind of makes sense. Like, you know, okay, I'm, Quite a lot older than you, but you still at a time at, at school where rugby was so traditionally strong. Yeah. But if you look at kids nowadays, our role model, oh, this the 40 year old. The kids today, their, their role models have changed so much. Yeah. Like the NBA is far more aspirational to watch than the, the Curry Cup. Mm. Well, no slight in the Curry Cup, but the, you'll probably find kids yeah. will be wanting to know where LeBron James is going 100%. next rather than Vickers van Heerden who might play for Griquist next year. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. And again, like you can quantify this because you're on the ground like that. So basketball is obviously something that kind of makes sense. It's actually very yeah. popular. And it's like, and, and, and it's, it's crazy how big it is. And you think, and you're sort of going, you have to show, like you have to showcase things like that. And then like, obviously, I mean, I've watched, um, I've watched probably plenty of netball games and plenty of, I've watched hockey, tennis and, um, athletics. I think, yeah, I think those are the most, but like, I think the ones that basketball definitely took, uh, took me like just surprised me about how big it is. I think netball as well. And it's, it's been great, especially like netball has been amazing because I know the World Cup's coming in next year. Sure. But it's nice to see the, like the number of kids that actually play. And we were, I was in Kimberley and Wilderclover and, um, the netball there, like the final was, it was so full on the court that you could barely find a place to stand in the, in the stands full of parents, people just cheering. I mean, on the, on the rugby field, I think it was, Diamantfeld was the whole school. I think, I think they were playing the monuments. It was a massive game, a massive game of rugby happening just, just across the road. And you find like people were just like, they were just so invested in the netball and so invested at what was happening there. And you sort of go, okay, cool. There's something growing here. There's, there's, you sort of see like, okay, if this is happening at, at one festival, when you've been to other festivals and it's been the same for something like netball, you're like, whoo, puts us in good state for next year in the World Cup. It means there's an interest growing in sports. And, and what we find is because it's being streamed and people can watch it and kids can watch it, they want, they want, they want, they want more games to be played. They want to play. If, if I, if I told you, you have a chance to be, if I go on YouTube, I can watch you play. Netball, of course I'm going to watch my mate play. And I, that's what you've seen. Like that's also helped the interest in the participation has grown because of games being streamed. And it's not like I said, it's 
then the Fortnite's are being streamed. There's a festival in Fortnite, then the Fortnite's are being streamed. So I can, like, if you're at home, I can watch on the Fortnite, rugby, netball. It's like a win-win. It's a, it is a real win-win because then pe- kids are putting a lot more pride in their performance as yeah. well. So, I mean, I remember, again, like, <laughs> I'll try not to reference my high school too because it was like, <laughs> it was a different world, basically. Well, Weinberg's doing well this year, so you, I think it's a, good, it's a good year to reference Weinberg. If I were to look at the current Weinberg first team versus the, my year, I don't think those Oaks would keep them under 60 points. They are so conditioned. They are yeah. so cohesive. They are so talented. We, we, I was back in the day of the nineties. You give it to the big oak, he'll get over the advantage line. And from there, we might swing it right <laughs> to like the, the, the fast oak. There was no in between. Now everyone's like a game player. Um, I, I want to get to that because there's a point around I want to make, but, um, I subsequently lost the initial point that I had. <laughs> um, yeah. So when the kids are on there, obviously there's a lot of pride in performances. They take practice a lot more seriously because they're, they're playing to something. You give yeah. them a real tangible sort of goal. Do you think that maybe the kids are, have you seen it that maybe take it too seriously? Are there structures where, because sport again, it's a fun thing, right? You yeah. Talk participation because you want to have fun. Have you seen maybe examples where it, maybe it's a little bit too serious in certain in schools and in certain instances? Um, I mean, like, do you get the stereotypical overbearing parents and that kind of thing that you you have noticed? Oh yeah, I think uh, even before super sports schools that that was happening. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, 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 with all these, yeah. things, I'm not saying super <laughs> yeah. sports schools is the, yeah. is the result. Of no, that. no, no, hundred percent. No, I just think yeah, you do. Obviously, I think. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time on the sidelines. Obviously, when I'm done shooting, I tend to stay and watch, watch the games. And you do see have a bury roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, a bury roll, bacon and egg roll. <laughs> um, so that's there's only the combo: bacon and egg in the morning and bury roll before the first team game. Sure. Um, then you do sort of see the, obviously the overbearing parents and you do sort of see how hectic it gets. I mean, I'll, I'll tell a story. I mean, at Gray lost to, actually, your, your boys to Weinberg this year in, down in PE. Gray P and Gray P is a good side. Good um, side, but lost that game to Weinberg. Yeah. <laughs> lost to Weinberg and the first team rugby side got absolutely like peppered and hammered on social media. All boys calling out players, calling out 18 year olds, saying, calling them useless. Rough. Don't deserve to play the game, and I'm like, but guys, a couple of weeks ago, they, the same great team beat Ronderbosch, who was also having a great year this yeah. year. So it's like, but you see them play. You come back for you come back one time one time a year. You watch your boys play. They lose. Now all of a sudden they're useless, right? You go watch. I went to go watch the Mansburg reunion. They played Hilton. Hilton's got a very very good side this year. Hilton beats the the Mansburg side and should have been the Mansburg's a good side. I mean, they fought the country. So, you know, you used to stay back having a couple of cold beers after the game and then you overhear the old boys, oh, first team of rugby, Mansburg rugby is struggling. I'm like, guys, your 14 is one, 15 is one, 16 is one, second team pumped Michael House. You lost a game. Then it's like, oh, useless. And like, mm. can't believe it. And you're like, there's no like context right anymore. You know? And you're like, and, and you, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad you said that. It's definitely the, the, the C word with those people. Like you've got, <laughs> you've got to have a context with it. So, you know, like we wax lyrically about how great it is. There's more exposure for these kids, yeah. but with more exposure comes more pressure. 100%. And I think it's exactly what it is. You've got to keep in the context of that. Yeah. Now that now these kids almost become targets because they're well known. I mean, we see it in those American football high school yeah. movies. You know, we've seen that for many years because they're so far advanced from this. It's almost like these kids now have this new problem because they are more sought after, they're more yeah. recognizable, they get a lot more scrutiny. So, I mean, it's going to be par for the course, really. I don't think they got much of a choice in that. It's like the, it's the give and take of the, of the spectacle. Yeah, because like like I said, it's it, it's because of now it's being streamed and also the in the, you can cut you can cut clips. I see, now I go on TikTok, for example, is, I, you see school highlights of, of just, of boys sidestepping someone doing something. So it's now like, like, there's good and bad, right? The good is, yeah, there's more exposure for the kids and you sort of, there's more lucrative kids on social media all the time. You see all the time, you see, all the time, you see highlights all the time. Mm. But also, someone, if your team loses, I can go watch them and, and go straight into, on Twitter and Fent and be like, man, they're number 13 from, from Paul Jim, oh, I can't believe he's playing first in rugby. Bear in mind, I played eights at school, like, yeah. but like, but I, now I can sit there and be like, I can't believe this. And then I, and I sit there, like, guys, they're still kids at the end of the day. But I almost feel like this should be built into it now. You know, I, I, I would like to know, and again, you probably don't have the answer for this because you're only at a school for a small time period. But yeah. I mean, like with social media being what it is and the excess, like exposure they get, are people consoling these kids and saying, look guys, yes, you want to give your best. Yes, you want to be the best player out there. You want to make Craven Week. You want to get a contract with someone. But you're going to fuck up a little bit, and I'm sorry to say that. But you are, and I, I would like to. I'd like to think that that is being addressed by these teams and schools in general. Yeah, I think so. I know Craig. I mean, I know Craig P. A lot of the other rugby camps down there, and he's like, so he's very good at dealing with situations like that. But but like you know, I worry about you know like the 
some guys, smaller schools, maybe don't have the resources to have guys sure. deal with that. Because the thing is, like, when you go from, we had an interview with a kid from, um, Jerome Julius from Paul Rose, great kid, like, just unbelievable rugby player. Is he the scrum off? He's the center, the guy with the world's biggest stars, and he's just, like, oh, he's, he's, there's some insane talent coming out of that team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, very good. And then he talks about, like, how his life changed now because, he gets a clip on social media, a couple of trials he created, goes viral because he's the winning track against Paul Jim. Gets about over a million views on TikTok. Now, after games, kids are waiting to get a, a picture with him from opposition schools. That's weird. That's like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like his life, again, going back to like, say, 10 years ago. That would have been his life five years ago. Yeah. He's now having it now at a very impressionable age of like 17, 18. 100%. And it's like, this is happening now and it's, you know, he's going to deal with that, that sort of like, how do you, how does a seven year old deal with that? And it's like, because the, the, this is also, everyone's still, the app's still new and this whole game's being streamed. It's still, it's still new to all of us. I mean, like we also, we said there like, man, we, a year ago, we'd not think that schools would be where it is now. Sure. So now it was like, it was like almost like this is going beyond our wildest expectations as well. So it's like, how does the kids deal with it? Because they just, they're just happy to play. And now it's like, yeah, you're 17 year old and you, you got probably one of the most recognizable faces in, like in the in the country in terms of a of a rugby space and, and that's what the the app can the good and the bad of it also allows you to get scrutinized well yeah i mean like the, the genie's out of the bottle there but again to reference american sports that's how it always was yeah you know there was this really cool episode of south park to exaggerate this point that we're making is i think it was um obviously south park the kids are like eight or whatever <laughs> and then they've got an american football game against like their rival school and then stan is made to be the quarterback <laughs> But now he's quarterback. He's like, he's the most famous guy in the town. And he's like, eighth. he doesn't care. He doesn't even <laughs> like the sport. And then, and then I think it was Mr. Garrison that said, you know, Stan did something and then he was meant to be punished. It's like, no, he's the quarterback. He's better than us. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so these kind of, I know it's an exaggerated story, yeah. but these kind of pressures are on the kids. 100%. But it kind of has happened in other markets. It's just interesting to see that, you know, this is something to realize for the first time in South African markets. Yeah. Whether it be good or bad, that's now, I mean, it's not even like something to really discuss much further. Like, this is now the reality. Yeah. And if you are going to take it to the next level, suddenly when you get into that Bulls under 19 team or the province under 19 team or the Sharks under 21 going to Curry Cup, these guys are kind of more prepared, I guess. Yeah. Which is also to look at more of the positive. If from a springboard towards professionalism, you don't exactly go there too wet behind the ears anymore. Yeah. I mean, you do get there, you get exposed early. Because, I mean, back in the day, you kind of knew who the good players were. Yeah. Like, Oh man, I saw Jan, Jan, Jan Serafontaine at, at, at the festival. So I saw him play one game. You kind of, you kind of half track and you see if he, but now it's like, okay, cool. So and so is, I think, Shreza Julius is good. Wins Paul Rose playing. Boom, go on the app. Okay, cool. I can watch, I can, I can just watch him on the weekend. Mm. Whereas now there's more access to these guys when it's like, sure. And they like, need to be prolonged. And like, but I guess it has to be like that, yeah. But I guess also what happened, and again, this is another positive I want to get to on Super Sports, um, schools platform is that, I think in the beginning, again, I grew up in Cape Town, so yeah. my, my references towards this, that if you wanted to make the Western Province Craven Carri- um, Week side, you went to a Paul's school, or Paul Rose, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, maybe bishops, and maybe they would look at you at Weinberg or Saxe or Ronnebosch. Yeah. But now with this, it's, it has spread the net a whole bunch wider. And I think it is. It's a great thing to uncover the sort of talents. As much as there might be pitfalls to these being more serious, the net is so far and wide now because, as you say, like, 20 kids could have Lamidian views on TikTok of their amazing sites. 100%. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you would know that the coach of Paul Roos knows the Craven Week coach. So the inside center for them is going to play. Yeah. Sure, the kid's probably remarkable because, let's be honest, these school structures are there for a yeah. reason. They do get the best talent. But it's so nice to know that with the exposure and what you guys are doing, the net is so wide. And we are going to uncover so many different parts of like the talent that might have gone through the cracks. And then some of the guys who... Like, you know, I think it's for me, like, I've never been a, like the old trial system we used to have. You know what I mean? Like, you get Weinberg, all the schools come together, you do trials, and there's 150 players, and somehow you pick a 30. Whereas, like, now it's you can go and watch different games at different times, different players at different times. You have more information because you, you have more games and more exposure. You can yeah, see the kids great. play. No, it's you, positive. You can, like, sort of pick a team from there, but from there, you can sort of discover talent to where, you know, whereas, like, maybe like one of the sevens guys go, listen, Oh, we saw this guy playing. We watched Paul Rose in this festival. They're playing and so and so. This guy goes to a smaller school. We saw him there. Boom. You know, the guy's playing sevens. And I think it's like, that's the, the beauty of it. I think the more games you show, the more kids get exposed to 
more kids get exposed to, you know, what happens left, left after school and getting contracts. So I think it's like a win-win. You can pick a proper Craven Week sides and proper provincial sides because you actually have, it's not Ben coming and playing one trial game. But he's had a horrible season, also, but, yeah. but, but today he's had a good game. Now he's better than the guy who's been playing out of his socks up, but now he can go, okay, oh, Ben's good. Let's, let me go back and look at, got a couple of games I can look at and see. I can stop, I can cut, I can go through the whole clips. Okay, oh, Ben's actually not having a good season, but he had a good trial game, mm. but actually he can't do what we need him to do, but, which is, I hope, how can the coaches and the provincial sides can use this. Well, it should do. Because, yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what you guys are creating here. You're creating a resource. Sure, yeah. you, you, you're you connecting communities. I think that's mm. a big step out of this whole thing. You're giving access that maybe wasn't there previously. You're encouraging participation. And from the other side of that, the elite side of things, yeah. you are creating a springboard like no other. So it, it's just there are so many incredible positives. And I, I only wanted to caveat the negative just to ha- have a more balanced discussion. Yeah. Because the two of us can go on tangents all day and probably talk about rugby for an hour. <laughs> so just just getting back to back to rugby, there are a couple of questions I want to ask you post that. But like one of the things that every year I say but never do is I want to go and watch some of these really great derbies because mm. if you didn't go to a traditional school where rugby meant something on a Saturday morning, yeah. I think you missed out of a certain part of culture in this country. And I know that it has evolved so much since the 90s when that was my love, my absolute yeah. life. I look at that Weinberg first team now and everything about it is different. The way mm-hmm. they play, the, the chaos afterwards, it's just so cool because that's 20 years evolution. Yeah. That's 20 years of more opportunities to kids from different backgrounds. And it, the, the net result is just nothing but phenomenal. What are some of – like if you were to put together a top five derby matches that you would like to go to, what do you – like? Give give us your sort of feel on that. Um, oh, geez, that's a good question because um, like I didn't go to traditional big school. I mean, we had chairs and we had rugby, but like I'll, I'm always just be like a schools nerd. I mean, since I was a kid, like I love you know, look what the big game was happening. So like now I get to live that, and it's been awesome. I mean, um, I got to go one of the one of the one of the best ones I've been to, uh, Maritzburg versus Hilton. Just okay. sort of like the vibe, cheering, and Maritzburg is just a great place to go and watch to watch rugby. It feels great. Um, great setting. It's all, it's, it's always a good vibe there. Um, well, def- definitely the best thing to do in Maritzburg. Yeah, 100%. One of the best things to do in Maritzburg. Um, I got to Grey PE versus Queens. That was good for the Grey PE's reunions. They're the opening the Kulisi field. Um, Grey PE was also, it's also a good time there. I mean, like, you know, for me, it's always about the, I, I love the cheering. The cheering makes it for me. Like, and they've, they've always, like, they're always originals. They always come up with new songs. Um, Hilton is an absolute vibe wherever. So uh, my, my, my partner who, who, uh, who I travel with, um, he says, um, cause he's also he's like a cameraman, he says, Hilton is one of the best, cause most, a lot of the schools, like they have like, this, this structured cheering and they sort of just sit and like, there's old school songs. Hilton just feels like they've got a guy on a drum and they just, just, they just go wild and just vibe for about 70 minutes. Helps their first team is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just, but like, it, it seems like there's no like structure, like, you no, know, they just, it, it, they're just going bonkers for about 70 minutes. They're even like, Go back and forth out of the school. They just like here, yeah, the, like they do the old plays and things. But they just after a while, it's just you look there. It's like it's like a party's happening there. So any Hilton game, Hilton's is definitely great. Um, uh, Bishops is so obviously Hilton Michael House is the big Hilton Michael House, that's yeah, like the Midlands derby. Yeah, that's massive. I'll say um, Grey P. Anytime Grey P is playing Reunion, uh, I think Maritzburg is also a great shout. Um, Saint Mary's Waverley here uh, when they play. I think they play St Andrew. That's that, that's 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 a great game. They they. Like that's I've, I had a really good time going to St. St. Mary's. I think. That, that hang on a second. We're still talking rugby. We'll get we'll get on. To oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless St. Mary's are doing something exceptional. <laughs> yeah. Um, bishops, uh, bishops, Ronnebosch. That that's yeah. I was there. I was there two weeks ago. That's that's also a great, great, great fixture to be at. And um, lastly, I'll say any of Queens and Dale, either home or away. Uh, Salborn gives a shout, but I think Queens and Dale. Is a well, fantastic I've, fixture to be at. I've noticed that all the things you mentioned there are from your very traditional kind of rivalries. Mm. Um, you know, counting like the school systems here aren't traditionally as, yeah. you know, losing my words here. Um, but like, what about like sort of Afis? Like, like what's Afis as big? Yeah, I mean, Afis is, um, Afis is great. I think obviously like Afis Grey Bloom is probably the biggest. Um, Afis Kasfontein is, right. Okay. It's quite big. Afis Monas, I think that those, those are great. Um, I think obviously whenever Grey Bloom's around, Grey, Grey Bloom, Paul Roots, you know, those, I always find those pictures, I enjoy them from the rugby, like the purely rugby stand form. But I, I, I always say like, that's a game I, I wouldn't mind almost sometimes watching, you know, from TV, but, 
but like when I'm at the, like a, those traditional, like a Dale Queens game, the day is just great. You know, there's great cheering. There's great, the, the whole day is the vibe. And like, it's just, it's, it's a lot more than just the rugby that's happening on the field. But I mean, you get the, the classics. I mean, obviously, like Grey, Grey Bloom and Paul Ross is always, is always a great game. I mean, Grey, watching Grey Bloom live is something special. I always say to people, like, it's, you see how good, you know, you hear how good they are and you watch them play rugby. You're like, okay, I get it. And it's yeah. not like it's, they got those biggest teams. They just do the basics better than anyone else. They just yeah. play, they beat you. They literally just out rugby oh, you. It's such a culture of excellence. There. Yeah, exactly. It's like they rack better than you. They pass better than you. They kick better than you. And you see it. And when you watch them, it's like, I don't know. It's like, like, like remember the All Blacks or someone like, when they all of invincibility. When you see them, you almost like you get excited. Like you get, you get a little like, I remember when I watched them at Wilderclaw, I haven't seen them laugh for like many years. You're like, you see the way they just run out. You're like, oh, it's just, it's just, it just seems different. Like, like, the schools are great, then they're just operating on this, and then shame, they lost to Paul, I mean, they lost to Paul, Paul Jim the second day, and they played at seven o'clock, and it felt like a test match. Mm. Like the town, Kimberley went to a standstill, everyone was there, but everyone, whatever was happening, everyone just stopped, because there was like the two biggest schools in the country playing. Yeah. And it felt like a test match, and it just felt, it was like tense, it was like, and then obviously Paul Jim won, but then like Grey Bloom since then have just been giving out hidings to everyone, it's almost as if like, as if like, it's payback for that, but, yeah, like, you get those games, like, as a rugby fan, as a spectacle, it's great. It's like, the two, the elite of the elite schools. It's, it's such a massive difference, you know. Like, well, it just reminds you that you don't have to have the biggest stars in sport to have the 100%. biggest spectacle. And yeah. I think it's like what you said there with the crowd and the atmosphere. It's like high stakes for them because yeah. for a lot of them, it's the last year of the high school. 100%. So they give it everything. And I think that's why we should all probably make an effort to not just watch the stuff on super sports schools, but yeah. to physically go out there and support these things if you're in the area. Like I do want to do it. And especially what you just said now. I mean, there's more than enough fixes for me to go and just watch in the Cape. Um, yeah. Up here, I could probably make more of an effort. So we know rugby in this country is doing particularly well right now. We yeah. just had the United Rugby Championships, all South African final. Storm was one, naturally. <laughs> Great season, just doing so well. We have so much depth in Springbok squads nowadays. It just seems like rugby from the level that you're speaking, speaking about here, all the way to the top, we're just getting it right. I always wonder about football in this country. Mm. And I wonder, because rugby, all the things you spoke about now, these are great feeder systems. Yeah, We've got kids who are growing up, they're learning about the basics, they're learning about excellence, they're very competitive, Yeah, and they're being primed for the pro ranks. That's what our sporting, our school structure is, and I think it's the best in the world. I think whenever um, we see age group teams playing against other countries, our ex just always win. But the sport of soccer, now, is there quite a lot of popularity in the schools that you've gone to? Are a lot of schools playing soccer? Do they even offer it? And what's the current state? I mean, obviously, there's no comparison here with rugby. Yeah. But just let me know, like, like, what's the participation like as a sport? I think, I mean, I've been to a couple of or several, like, soccer festivals and like, tournaments, and it's just it's not the same, Ben. It's not like, I'm not compa- I don't mean to compare to rugby, but it's just like, it's just not the same. Well, it's hard not to because yeah, we, because you we, sort of see because we're so consumed by yeah. it because it's so awesome. Let's and be it, honest, that's what it yeah. is. And it's, soccer is the biggest sport in the country, right? In yes. terms of numbers and, 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 and but like it's just not the same backing at schools as like rugby gets. And I think and, and I know soccer is not heavy on club club players and academies, but it's like there's no like like you know big derbies and happening. I know like the schools in Joburg and Durban do the thing where in the third term everyone plays soccer. Right. Which is great. I mean, it means more participation. Like now I know, you know like, I think, yeah, all the Josie schools and all the capitals, they, their rugby season's done now. So when they get back off the next term, they're playing soccer. Okay. Which is, which is, which is a great change. I mean, all the, all the big traditional schools, I mean, you know, the Kezas and the Snellmans, Michael Lars Hilton, and they play soccer now. So I think that does help boost the numbers for soccer, but it's just, but still, it's different. Right. So hang on a second. I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. What if you go to the schools you just mentioned now and you're a prop? You're not the next Ronaldo. You're a prop. You want to make the Lions team. Do you play soccer or do you now go play for a club but to keep competitive to make the most of that last year? Well, from what I heard is a lot of the guys, a lot of guys, because the, the, the traditional school, they, they built a kiss around playing soccer and they made it such an exciting thing. A lot of guys do play, even if, even if they play Alrighty. but a third team, just to mess around, have just to play your mates, play soccer your mates, it's sort of thing where they couldn't have point to it. like some guys play sevens. I know sevens rugby is quite big in 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 the third term in the, in KZN. So, but, but most of the guys if they play soccer and they, and, they, and they make soccer such a jewel where you want to actually and soccer is a fun sport. I mean that's sure that's the nice thing about soccer. Soccer is such a great sport where if, you, if I'm playing fourth team, give me a ball, spend some time, get a soccer ball around. But I think with soccer the backing comes from 
it's tough when you we go to these festivals and you sort of you go to a rugby festival and you sort of see twenty thousand people in the stands. You see all these gazebos and there's things up. There's there's beer tents. There's there's vibes. People like leave their house to go and watch eighteen year olds play rugby. Yeah. But no people leave the house. If you tell me that there's a, a school soccer game happening and it's that's the hard so, thing. So it'd be fair to say that we we speak about rugby schools. There's no such thing as a soccer or football school. No, I think, I mean, there are some schools, but like, it's like, for me, it's like, I, I, I never know those schools as much. I know, like, it's, it's, that's, and I work at, it's like, but it's like, that shows, I mean, and I love soccer. Mm. And, um, but I always say, I think that's the one thing in the country, I think it's soccer we haven't gotten right. And I think it's something that we, you know, like, I know staff is working, but it's something that we need to get right at schools. We, we need to have a pathway that sort of shows how to go from schools, academies, into professional setup. Totally. I mean, that's the reason I'm bringing it up because it's so obvious when you look at rugby, you look at cricket, you speak about sports like basketball coming to the fore now, these yeah. kind of newer sports, so to speak. But then you look at soccer, sorry, <coughs> I still got the occasional every two hour cough, but you look at the most participated sports, so to speak. And we know it's because it's across the board here. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I always feel like if you're an absolute athlete and you go to one of these schools, they push you towards a school, a sport like rugby. Yeah. Cause it's just a much bigger draw card. Yeah. So then the kids who ended up playing the other sports, they're not the cream of the crop, so to speak, physically, 100%. dedication, but some wise, schools don't even have, skills, but some schools don't even have, have soccer. I mean, I remember when I was registering, they said, we're not even having soccer because there's a lot of kids here who stop playing rugby and they'll go play soccer. And some, and some, some kids got like, it would have been a kid who was, First team rugby, first team cricket, first team hockey. Unbelievable sportsman. Could have gone professionally in any other sport. Mm. As soon as he's finished school, boom, sorry guys, I'm going, I'm going to play soccer. We're going to play professional soccer now. So it just shows, and, and there, he was playing club soccer, and there was no like, he was playing at a school, and the school was doing this, and this, and this, and this. He didn't play at school, because obviously like, we were like, we can't let you play hockey, rugby, and soccer in winter. Like, your body's going to break down. Yeah, exactly. But like, so just on that, because I mean, if you look at someone, again, like, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but a school like Uffies, I, I brought them up earlier. Yeah. Their school is next to Loftus, basically. Yeah. It's Loftus high. Yeah. It's, 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 it's blue, blue balls high. Pretty much, yeah. If you do pretty well there, there's a very good chance that you could, they're going to put you into Tucky's, the Pretoria University. Yeah. And then you've got a path to build under 19 and 21. 100%. So you can kind of see that structure just to really show the, the, the point of, of these feeder systems. Do you think it's in the kind of interest maybe of PSL teams to go, all right, guys, our feeder system, maybe they've got academies. Again, I'm not too clued up on this. I just know that there's clearly not something that's being done very well considering the depth yeah. and like the, the higher honors. Is there maybe like valid, well, so is it valid for say like Orlando Pirates or I don't know, Morocco Swallows or whoever you want to like take from different divisions to say, we're going to target five schools. And we want to kind of maybe collaborate on how we can support the the, the the sport of football within these teams. I mean, would that be something yeah, that you think 100%. is viable going forward? I think it's something if, if, if I was teams, I'd be doing all the time. I mean, I know, I know most of the PSL sides have got academies. If I was a part of an academy, I'll be like, for example, there's, there are very talented kids playing in good schools here in Joburg. You know, I mean, talented kids, are, you see them here, like, it's, it's like the St. Stadium's first team is a very good soccer side. So why can't a side of kids be like, hey, listen, we're going to plug some of our academy coaches get there also do the coaching for the schools, but you're also recruiting. So you must going. So that, yeah, that'd be my next it, point. It, yeah. And, and again, to, 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 the reason I'm bringing it back to you here is that the vehicle and the platform has been created by you guys here. How cool to be like, okay, Sundowns players are going to go to a Pretoria school and we're going to do a little training clinic. Yeah. Just once a month, first Tuesday, every month we're going to do this. See the cool talent. The kids that are really good. Come watch the game. Yeah. See the players beforehand in the, in the change room kind of thing. And like that, first and foremost, great content for you guys. Secondly, you're getting a feeder system here. You're getting 100%. a culture of like, oh, okay, so I'm good at this, which means in a few years I can be there. Yeah. Because when kids start to visualize these things, suddenly they know what they're working towards. Everyone needs a goal, right? 100%. Even, even soccer in general, like school soccer in general, it's like, you're not going to go from here to what rugby is now. That, that's a model that's grown through yeah. time. So exactly. at least have a model where it goes, even like a more like, like a hockey model, like hockey is also, it's massive sport. In school was it's probably it's probably bigger at school than it is in our country than it is after school. Mm. So it's like even in school was school where soccer's in between, it sort of finds a way to balance us from like schools but quiet at club. But then sometimes, but but professionally, it, it's massive. But there's clearly there's something happening in development here that's not helping us for the national side. And something I think the schools is where they got to get it right and sort of try to get it in a place where it is 
as accessible as what rugby is, is as popular as what schools rugby is. I think yeah. that's the next, that's for me is the next step for, for school sports at soccer level. Well, I just think that where you guys are, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas you can work on, but I just think you can bridge that gap, you know, even if it's other sports like netball, cricket, hockey, mm. you find the professional, um, pathway that you, that's like the top of the spectrum and you break it down. Like what school is going to be part of that? You know, like, yeah. Ajax had that great plan with Ajax Cape Town. Yeah. It didn't work out, unfortunately. But, I mean, Ajax in Amsterdam used to be Champions League winners. They were huge, right? Yeah. So it was quite cool to have a feeder system from around the world. I think the guys, the powers that be just wanted a holiday in Cape Town because <laughs> I think they got the talent they wanted. But it was a really cool idea to kind of use that actually to go by that. And then your guys' platform is going to be the one broadcasting that. Yeah. So we're going to finish off with this because I think this might take a while to really discuss. But I think one of the coolest ideas, because I'm sure you guys have got many ideas going forward now. Mm. How are you going to evolve the tech? How yeah. are you going to evolve the innovations around broadcasting? Yeah. How are you going to evolve the showcasing of things? But again, going back to American schools. Oh, sorry, American schools. That's a bad example. American sport. They've always been so far ahead of us. These NFL column, are they called Columbine things? Mm. Combines, yeah. Combines. <laughs> Definitely don't want to say yeah. that word. Okay, so the, the combines, right? Yeah. Now, if you don't know what they are, me included, clearly by my description, <laughs> is that it's an incredible skills showcase. So they do it in like uh, basketball, American football, for example. So, say for instance, you're a scout and you want to find a wide receiver. The guy's got to run for a ball, right? Yeah. What's his forty meter time? And then what? That's what they do. They broadcast the stuff like live, and then they'll have Say that, for instance, there's 50 applicants who want to get a wide receiver contract at an NFL team. Cool. All 50 of them are about to run 40 meters. I'm going to find out who the fastest is. And over two or three days, you'll then have all the different stats. I think there'll be something so incredibly special for you guys to, to now run with this. So I'm going to start with rugby because obviously the most attention. You are going to have a combine around all the first. So if you're in a school first team, you get to come to the super sports schools combine. Mm. So obviously do it in a time of year where it's quite accessible outside of exam times or whatever. That would be absolute content gold. Then again, yeah. it further cements you guys as being like, this is the next step for these yeah. people. You imagine a rugby combine, how amazing that would be. Yeah, that'd be, that would be wild. Like, there's all the things you can do, like, you know, tackling, passing. Like this guy, this guy, this guy is, says the best pass. Okay, cool. Let's, let's see him pass. Into a bucket twenty times, and you sort of see it, and it's well, that's exactly it. I mean, the, the combine, like, I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's a showcase of all your skills. You watch, you, you watch the combine, you, you, you literally get excited to see how high a guy can jump. <laughs> you like so. If you want to talk about like viral value, you've got the combine, and you're getting individual clips of a guy running a 40, 40 meter, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, okay, let's just say he comes out in like four point two seconds. Yeah, I mean that's. That clip's going to get hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah, you got a, you got a, a feature where the hooker's got to throw a ball twenty times through the thing. I mean, there's big stakes on that, right? Yeah, 100%. You've got a guy who claims to be able to kick a place kick from 60 meters. So just because you guys have got the ball rolling so well with this, I think these are the cool things to look forward to going ahead. Same with cricket, you can do different sort of skill sets, netball players, seeing who's the person with the highest reach, the highest jump. And all these different sort of performance aspects, you then getting, I, I know it's, you might not want to focus on the elite level of things because mm. you might be then becoming a little bit too exclusive. Yeah. But there is absolute content gold with all of these different things, which I'm sure that you've discovered. Been, um, yeah, 100%. You just got to tear it up like Cook's combine. Yeah. There you go. Like, it's, it's his own show, yeah, Cook's, right there. <laughs> So you're saying you get positive me now. I'll, I'll, um, I'll even write the scripts. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, much, I'm much trying to look for work here. I'm just saying. You're, yeah. you, you guys have got the ball rolling on something so incredible here, I think. Yeah, I think. And everything that you shared with me now in this short period of time just shows that, like, it's like, I, I, how much do you want to do? Yeah, it's, I think. It's such a great formula for success. Yeah, for us, it's like, you know, from where I've seen, it's been a year now. I mean, I think it was eight, maybe past a year. And in that year, I mean, there's obviously, this is, kind of feels like the first six months we're sort of getting the ball rolling now we sort of the games happen so now for us it's like geez where can where else can we take this and you know we've got like we've got the cravery coming up now so it's like more chance for us to create content and and and, and for us it's just like we can't just be a streaming site we can't just be because yes we started off as a site that allowed the p- parents and kids to watch parents watch the kids play sports but now it's become bigger than that yes we can still be that so we, but we can now we can be a lot more than that i think that's what are, what we try and sort of be like, yes, you want to be a, number one is when you want people to watch sports. Want kids to be showcase, parents want to watch their kids. That's the, that's still the number one goal. If my son's playing in, 
in Durban, I can't get there. He's playing foot in there. I still get to watch him from home. I think that's the big thing. But like now, is, there's so much room to grow and create content. And for me, and I was talking about that uh, retro, like just t- telling stories. There's sharing those stories, creating more stories. There's more stories behind the sort of kind of like athletic seasons coming up now. I mean, like I'm always, I think next week doing the provincial stuff. That's stories in itself, like all the provincial tournaments coming up. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, like track meets again. That's wonderful because you've got yeah. so many different things. Yeah, I mean, this is like fun. I mean, that's like content. Like, like, I mean, everyone loves seeing someone run fast or jump really high. It's, you know, it, it, it's some of the most simple thing with sport. Like, if we watch a Saint Paul run nine meters, it's really fun to watch someone run really fast. Yeah, and like <laughs> and, and, and push the, the shot put yeah. out there. Yeah, like it's like try a, a javelin, jump yeah, high. It's that's, like a fun thing to watch, and it's yeah. like it's last year with athletics, and it's like it'd be really cool to showcase things like that where. They weren't normally showcased before, you know, and it's like, and like, you know, water polo. And I watched so much water polo this, in solid year. Now it's like a sport where I never hardly used to have interest in. I'm like, oh man, this is actually a really cool sport. You know, you know, I've, I've jumped in the pool as well. I'm like, okay, this is, a, this is an extremely difficult sport as well. So it's difficult. Not, it's just, not, <laughs> just treading water, let alone some guy pushing you and not yeah. throwing a ball. And you're like, oh, okay, hard. see, like you get a, like, okay, cool. So this is actually what it is. And it's sort of, and I think for us, it's, it's great to showcase them because I mean, some like water polo, hockey, those sports. What Mister said is like it's not as big when they, when you leave school. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I mean, hockey in school is massive. Friday nights are some of the Friday night hockey some of the best nights I watch sports. Like St Mary's, from goes like it is. It crazy down there. Like when the, when the, when the, when the, when the hockey's on, like mm. the cheering, and you're like, man, like how? Then like 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 we 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 at retro, and we we struggle to send Olympics uh, to. Olympics, and you know, then you, then you go back to school, and you're like, because it's like, there's like three thousand people here cheering. Yeah, school. it just falls away after school. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so a, you can go and tell you later about that. No, well. we, we, we can, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think hockey and water polo and netball, they mm. they all kind of suffer because there's no there's no professional ranks that have yeah. been around for a while. And I think um, netball now with the World Cup coming up, mm. that might change things. Yeah, and ultimately there just has to be that sort of top part of the of the food chain. Hundred percent. And for them, they're sort of bottom out, well, they're middle out, so to speak. The, yeah, the greater school participation's up, but there's not a demand for it in the professional ranks. Yeah, and it is unfortunate. But it's, now, so the last thing I want to get into in our, our chat today. I mean, we can have this chat in, in a few months' time again. I think it's more like summer orientation because I love to get into the dynamics of cricket. Yeah, I think cricket is another sort of sport that. There is going to be so much potential which hasn't been used, and 100%. I think that they're going through a transitional phase right now as yeah. a, as, a, as an administration. But um, esports is that something that you have covered anything so far on a school level? Is that going to be like a priority for some schools? Is that a focus going forward? Do you think? No, we haven't covered it. Something, it's something you ever spoke about or, or covered? I think could be something we look forward to. In the future, because now I think I've seen it schools, I mean, just, you know, going to it's, 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 it's getting quite big at schools and it's something that schools and kids are really, really, really interested in. It's something that, um, so the kids go like, listen, I'm, this is what I'm good at. I might be good in the field, but I'm, esports is where I thrive. Well, if you just look at like, so we just recently did a campaign, um, around sim racing. Yeah. And if kids are watching Formula One, they're going to watch that. They're not just going to go outside and start kicking a ball around. They're going to want to try to learn how to race. Yeah, 100%. And because, like we spoke about, like you said, like the rise of basketball yeah. on the back of celebrity culture, right? Mm. Because it's a big deal. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until the esports are going to have that sort of prominence. And as much as I'm a get outside, get away from screens kind of person, you, you've got to be like understanding of where kids' attention is going. Yeah. And I think esports is probably something that could grow. I mean, can you imagine like, like Formula One? School level, yeah. So kids obviously then playing against each other I mean, because online you can have these things at any given time. Yeah, there's not the geographical limitations. You don't have to worry about touring or getting on a bus or a truck or a train or yeah. a plane or whatever. <laughs> but also it's like again, it's about with our app is about being inclusivity, right? Making everyone involved. That's the those kids are also part of a school. Sure, it's a different sort of sports. This is different, but they're also part of school. They're also doing something they really love. I know. I mean, like, even like. People like, cause a lot of people, a lot of people like hate on like esports, but I mean, you go on Sportsport, you can find guys playing esports competitions, playing FIFA, and you, and I, I find myself, I'm at home watching someone on TV play a video game. Mm. And you're like, and you get intrigued by it, and you're like, hey, it's like, it's, a, it's an actual skill. Um, and it's a, it's, it's something that's, like for me, it's like, if kids are enjoying it, and kids, it's the interest behind it, we will, eventually we're gonna have to show it. I mean, that means if it's interest behind it, people are watching it. People are watching it, people want to see it. Mm-hmm. And there's interest yeah, behind it. 
And it's a good mindset to yeah. have because as much as you want to kind of dictate the sort of flow towards something as an owner of a platform, yeah. you've got to understand what people's eyeballs are going to and yeah. facilitate that. Because if people are watching it, it means there's interest, right? And it's like, so how, also they also, for me, I was like, for some, like, I used to be so, you know, narrow mind, like, I used to never watch netball. And, you know, it was like, this wasn't my thing. And I was like, you sort of, with now being sports school, schools getting exposed to it more and actually watching it, now I'm like, you get excited for it. Like, oh man, this is actually a really cool sport. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see why I can use this one day when I coach rugby again. I can actually use nipple sort of nipple games, like open up space and like, oh, like the, and that's now the game sort of like, and I think something like esports for me is the same. It's like something I don't understand. You sort of learn more about it, watch it, embrace it. And then it's, that's how it normally works, right? Because I mean, you can't be closed minded about these things. No, of course not. Cooks, thanks so much for your time today. I think we're going to wrap it up there. I think there is so much on this platform. Obviously, you can take my, my combine idea, Cooks's combine. I think that'll be the best roadshow you could probably go on. That'll be, that'll be awesome. Imagine like you can just start by saying we have authority, well, good authority that someone in Kimberley can run the 40 meters in yeah. 3.9 seconds. Obviously they can't. And then you go and you interview these people. Yeah. You get the backstory of the people and you get the, the, on the, on the timer, you get them to run. Yeah. And you get them seeing, like you said, like this person, they said, this is the benchmark for 17 year old kids around the country. <laughs> like this is cool stuff. This is exciting. Like, yeah. And I think it's like, you know, like kids like, kids love watching themselves. Kids, sure. kids love watching themselves. They love watching their mates do do stuff like but this is all positive stuff you're yeah. getting kids involved in sport mm. so for me the state of school sport is in a very good place yeah. if you have the ability to showcase them it inspires them it drives but participation up yes we've got the other side of it that there's too much attention on youngsters but they're gonna have to deal with that if they want to be excellent yeah it's one of those things yeah but again but it's kids playing sports i mean it's nothing better covid's been put rough but seeing kids play sports and oh, God, oh man it's you go to, fest, you go to schools on the weekend it's, it's buzzing Kids are happy and go watch the sixth play and cause it's just, it's buzzing. Like everyone's happy. It's been, it was a rough two years of COVID, but now we had the whole initial, like, it's good to be back. Now it's like, okay, now we're moving forward. Now it's, we're back to mm-hmm. this, this is the new normal now. This is what we're doing now. We push forward and, and it's, it's exciting. It's so good to see kids playing sport. Alrighty. Well, Cooks, I wish you the best of that. I'm sure you're going to keep working at it. And again, like, congrats, dude. Like, you really are creating something which I think is so perfect for you. And whenever I see someone who is following their passion and doing something that's good, and actually adding value, which you clearly are to Supersport, then, dude, I'm very, very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Ben. I really appreciate it. Thanks cool. for having me. Next week, we'll be back with... Well, I don't know if I should throw it forward. I mean, I'm not that into it myself. Let's just take it one by one. These shows are going to be interesting. They're going to be informative. I have great guests lined up. I've got the next four shows lined up, and I think I'll just keep it a secret to you. So every time you listen, well, I'll be a new guest. Like I said, the reason I started this podcast is because I have incredible conversations with people like Cooks, people like uh, I'm going to be there last week and I want to bring that to general sort of conversations because there's great conversations we're having sport right now there are a lot of positive conversations we're having sport right now and that is why we have the state of sports here on Cliff Central <laughs>